Hello listeners hope all is fine with you welcome to books.com with me subhashni where you get to listen book reviews book summaries and some exciting anecdotes about books and authors click the follow button to stay updated as teachers day is around the corner i picked up a book close to my heart the first teacher a novella written by chinges atmatol shall we listen together i will prostrate myself on the ground and kiss my teacher's footprints the path means more to me than all the roads in the world the first teacher was written by chinges atmatol in 1962 around 1963 it was translated as pehla adhyapak in hindi by famous hindi writer actor and translator bhishma sahani yes bhishma sahani whose realistic work tamas was telecast in doordarshan in a remote village of kurkure a secondary school building is being inaugurated and people are awaiting the arrival of the dignitary who is a native of the village she is now an academician in moscow altenai sulaymanovna a middle-aged woman arrives when the ceremony is about to begin she wasn't expecting such a welcome and she seems a little afraid they give her the place of honor they lavish attention on her to show how much they respected and admired her with everyone talking animatedly and proposing toasts a young village lad comes in and hands over a batch of telegrams they are from the village schools old pupils congratulating the collective farmers on the new building the telegrams are passed around the headmaster asks the lad was it old dushin and altenai is nervous she asked the artist who sat beside her which dushin are they talking about oh he's the postman do you know old dushin she nods vaguely gets up to leave and that very moment someone rides past the window with a clatter of hoofs the young lad returns to announce dushin rode away saying that he is yet to deliver many letters and has no time to stop by while everyone remembers with laughter how an uneducated person who read by syllables taught children the basics of reading and writing altenai alone appears disturbed the artist notices that she is intently gazing at the yellowed poplars on the hill swaying in the breeze her face looks pensive and sad she seems no more an academician to him but just an ordinary kyrgyz woman she hastily leaves kurkure in pretense of urgent work in moscow promising to return again the artist tries to know if someone upset her she denies and replies if she has any grievances it's only against herself She later writes a long letter to the artist in which she confesses and tells him her story 
about her first teacher. The letter unfolds that it was 1924 when a man from nowhere comes to Kurkure in a black army overcoat. A man in uniform in that little remote village was quite strange. But what was stranger was his proposal to set up a school in an abandoned stable on a hillock. In those days, such words as school and teaching were novel, and no one really knew what they meant, writes Altenai. The locals believed reading is for the well-to-do. They were wary of the aspirations of the newly arrived young man. We are plain folk, don't try to change us, was their opinion in unison. Dushin being a member of Komsomal, an ex-revolutionary and communist, was not afraid of tradition and decided to challenge it openly. So, you are against this paper, which says that children must go to school, which has the seal of the Soviet government on it? Who gave the land and water? Who gave you the freedom? Speak up! Answer! Listening to his angry words, people stood with heads hung low in silence. We are poor peasants. Dushin now said softly, We were humiliated and kicked about all our lives. We lived in darkness and now, the Soviet government wants us to see the light. It wants us to learn to read and write. That's what our children want a school for. An old man spoke. All right, teach them if you want to. We don't care. But Satimkul words, you can teach the children for the salary you're getting. The state has money enough. Just leave us in peace. We have cares enough as it is. Leaves Dushin lost and miserable. Nevertheless, Dushin works relentlessly on educating the children with absolutely no help from the villagers. Altenai was just 14 years old then, and often in that steppy village, like the classical Cinderella, she worked hard and suffered humiliation and sometimes beatings from her aunt. You begin to feel the atmosphere of oppressive hopelessness of children's life in the village in Atmatov's narration. When Altenai learns that the young man has come to teach them how to read and write, her eyes lit up. A torch seems to flare up in her soul, illuminating her entire inner world, giving her hope. This particular episode where Altenai empties her bag beside the school door is quite interesting to read, where Atmatov uses vivid imagery through poetic phrases. Dushin, a devotee of Russian leader Lenin, overcomes not only vagaries of the locals but also nature. Battling the weather, he carries small children across the river during huge snowfall. He did not have enough education, but this was compensated by the warmth and conviction of his righteousness. The poplar trees, they both plant form a link between the past and the present. The tall poplar trees stand as witness to the love of a student for her teacher and the conviction the teacher had in his student. 
They symbolize his intention that the village is not the whole world and that there were vast opportunities if only she could look beyond the horizon of the village. How he rescues Altenai from her evil land, the sacrifices he makes and how she becomes a Soviet scientist forms the crux of the story. It's about rebellion against the norm and ignorance and how a little encouragement in a tender age helps to go a long way cannot be emphasized better than this. This novella is a monument to the perseverance of human spirit and it evokes sympathy even now at a time when only a memory remains of the Soviet Union and its ideology. Soviet writers are usually strong, but Shinge's Atmatov stands out creating deep human relationships that have no particular name but felt with heart, nurtured with selflessness and compassion. He belonged to the post-war generation of writers and wrote in both Kyrgyz and Russian. He wrote about the lives of common people and common topics during the transformation of Russian Empire to the Republic of the USSR. The character he chooses as narrator of his stories is remarkable. We can relate so much with the narrator that we experience each and every part of the story by ourselves. I cannot find words to express how his soulful writing moved me to tears in the farewell episode. If I could, I would never let you go, Altenai. But I have no right to stand in your way. You have got to study. And I am not very literate, you know. You must go. It's for the best. He fell behind only to make sudden dash forward again and shouted, Altenai! There was such urgency in his shout as if he suddenly realized he had not told me something terribly important. But now it was too late. Him shouting my name, Altenai, still rings in my ears. She regrets many things were left unsaid. One is not always courageous enough to speak one's heart out. Goodbye, teacher. Goodbye, my first school. My childhood. Goodbye, my first love. She reveals the reason of her embarrassment at the school opening ceremony was due to all the attention and honor lavished on her which rightly belonged to her first teacher, the first communist of her village, Dushin. Altenai's wish to build up Dushin's school in Kurkure to commemorate her first teacher in the letter is the ultimate honor a student can pay to a teacher. The tale begins during the period of Lenin and it is his picture that the teacher puts up first in his makeshift school. However, in the end, it's Dushin's face that remains in both Altenai's and the reader's mind. Atmatov himself became one of the great teachers of Kyrgyz nation forever. Who was your first teacher? Some of us may vaguely remember a face from our kindergarten rhymes, but how many of us acknowledge them as the torchbearers of our life? It is probably difficult for modern children to understand how their grandparents or even parents in some cases overcame difficulties in order to go to school. But their perception of life would definitely change when they realize the first stage of their parents' education wasn't an everyday routine like theirs. I too have heard from my parents that they had to walk many miles to reach their school. Moreover, it lacked basic amenities. School 
was a way to escape from the world of ignorance, hunger, hopelessness and unreasonable daily violence for some. Dushin reminds me of Velutambi from Vage Sudava, a 2011 Tamil movie. Whether the movie was inspired by this book, that you have to find out. This is the first time I'm reading a Kyrgyz writer. Whatever I have mentioned here is just a fraction of this remarkable piece of literature. If you are open to world literature, I would strongly recommend this book, which is merely 70 to 90 pages. This book is nostalgic and celebrates the efforts of ordinary people. While no one remembers or cares about the person who was the pioneer of education in that village, he lends his name to that hill. So, can we leave our footprints forever in places with precious memories for us? In your life, the first teacher may have been your mother, your elder brother, the sister next door, or even a stranger. The first imprints they left on you is what you are now. All I wanted to say is, teacher, thank you. Thank you for being what you are. A very happy teacher's day to you in advance. Hope you liked the review. This Kyrgyz novella, The First Teacher, is available on Amazon in English. Do read this amazing book and share your ideas with me on books.com YouTube channel and follow books.com by Subhashni Instagram page. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode of books.com. Till then, keep listening.